Thank you for calling Minute 24. Please listen to the full menu as the following options have changed. To select a guest to come on the podcast, press 1 now. To email the title of a movie you've never seen to the guest, press 2 now. To make wild guesses about the movie, press 3 now. To watch Minute 24 to Minute 30 of the movie, press 4 now. To make more wild guesses, press 5 now. To have the movie spoiled for you, please stay on the line. Um, welcome to Minute 24. Oh, hi. My name is Melissa Darch. I'm your host, just like every episode that you've listened to before. This is my guest, Catherine Dorikas. I got so nervous again that I was going to do it wrong. That you were going to say it wrong? Yeah. No, I get that. Do you announce people's names at your shows? Um, yeah, I say their full names, like, at the end. Yes. I know you yeah. always do it to, like, tech in the house, but yeah. I don't know if you did it to actors, Oh, and too. I didn't thank them last night in the show. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus and you just had that moment of like, uh, no i think the cast but not yeah. any of the people who helped make it happen <laughs> that's good no it's fine <laughs> you can forget once oh god but okay. i always every time i have to say someone's name that i've never said out loud before i have this moment it's weird that you've never said my name out loud before though i know i do talk about you all the time but i, I use code uh, so i never say okay. your full yeah. name yeah yeah okay no sure. but even if it was like my cousin like the same last name as me i'd be like oh god chris darch is that yeah. right Darch is a hard one. I think so. Honestly, a lot of people are like, is it Darge? And I'm like, no. no. And don't say that again. Is there an S in there? Maybe. Yeah. No. Okay. Also, one of our months of the year is March. And it rhymes with Darch. It, it, Everyone yeah. says March for uh, yeah. 31 days of the year. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Sure. Whatever. It's, I'm, I don't wanna, I'm not going to bring it up here. I don't want to fight about it. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I don't think it's necessary. Um, so I'm excited because we're doing two movies that I think are going to be very different. But I also know nothing about Demolition Man. So right. maybe they're the exact same plot. I don't know what you don't know anything about, Kingdoms about So maybe. It's never happened before. But I mean, statistically, the more episodes I do, the more likely Eventually it is. Eventually, it's going to be the same movie. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd think I'd plan it better, but could I happen. Would, I, you know, I think that everyone listening is hoping one day, you know, this might be the episode where she's got it together. <laughs> and by the end, they're like, Susan, <laughs> it's still a She mess. did it. Uh, she yeah. did it again. Okay, so I'm going to make a bunch of guesses about Demolition Man, which... which and I'm not going to confirm or deny anything. No. And I'm not going to let my face give away. That's hard. I believe that you can do it because you're a good actress. Oh, I but know, like, I know. Often when I talk to people, they're like, do I answer? And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to answer. Do. I'm going to lean back. Here okay. I go. Bye, Bye microphone. Okay. Um, so title of the movie Demolition Man. You have confirmed this, even though I was wrong earlier. <laughs> what did earlier. you think it was called earlier? Dynamo Man. Yeah. Which to me sounds like much more like a superhero, Dynamo Man, than Demolition Man. So maybe I have to change up all my answers. What do I know about this movie going into it? I know it's called Demolition Man. And that's it. What famous lines or scenes you think come from this movie? So like, I'm changing my ideas, which I've never spoken out loud before, so no one knows I'm doing that. But my thought is, this movie is about the guy in the heist team. That's the demo man that's in charge of like, we got to blow the door off the bank or whatever to get our Humvee out of there with all the gold in the vault or whatever. I think it's about that dude because that dude never gets credit. It's always like about the guy planning it or like the the person who has to pick the lock or whatever. So I hope in this movie is a heist movie about the demolition man. So maybe a famous scene is like, they keep going to the other experts of whatever, like the guy who's really good at like, 
parkour and like getting into the space and that dude fails and the demolition man has to come through and just like fix everything. Like he's just the fixer constantly. Uh, people you think are in this movie. I said it before, so I'm going to stick with it. I think this is the first movie Jennifer Aniston was ever a part of a heist. <laughs> That's my guess. I'm going with it. You're not going to give me anything. <laughs> I'm not helping. I know. Yeah, I'm not going to help. Um, realistic people I think are in this movie, like a Clive Owen type. If not him, then someone that I think is interchangeable with him. Um, anyone who's ever played James Bond, for example. Um, Clive Owen, who's the other one? Matt Damon. All of those are kind of, in my mind, for this role, all of them could play it perfectly. You know? <laughs> all of them would no, be masterful. I wish, I wish you were in casting. <clears throat> this is good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'd be the worst. I'd be like, those three... They could all do it. Yeah, yeah. Any, <laughs> any of those will just great. do it. They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I would never get, I would never get cast as a casting agent. Um, you know, maybe one day. Maybe you could get cast as a casting agent, which is how it happens, right? Yeah. You go to an audition. Get cast as casting. I think get cast yeah. as. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, wouldn't that be fucking weird? It if would I be became weird. an actress and got cast as a casting agent, and I called my shot here on this yeah. podcast. And then we would always, like, go back to this, like, well, it was this moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was this moment yeah. where I decided my dream. Yeah. Um, genre of the movie, heist movie. I've said it, like, nine times. Why haven't you seen this movie? Literally didn't know the title of it. Thought it was something different. Additional thoughts. I think even after I see the poster, I might not be convinced out of heist movie. That's my worry. But okay. we'll find out. I mean, maybe it'll be very different. Maybe it is a heist movie, honestly. I don't know. You I hope you know. I don't know. Well, I, you have I, to tell I me eventually. Movie, okay, good. I was like, about. wait a I minute. I was just being like, girl, well, I, don't I don't know. But like, I know very well. I rewatched it. Okay, good. It. Good. Um, and it's one of my favorite movies, so. Ooh, I'm excited. Okay, let's see the poster. Okay, let me pull it up because I also had something else up that is dangerous <gasps> for you to see. I hope it's a birthday cake. It's probably the movie now that I'm thinking <laughs> no, about it. Okay, here you go. Oh, Stallone and Snipes. Okay, so far, haven't been talked out of heist movie. The future isn't big enough for the both of them. What? The 21st century's most dangerous cop. The 21st century's most ruthless criminal. Okay, this is Wesley Snipes' like genre, in my opinion. Because mm -hmm. he's in U.S. Marshals, which is, as far as I can tell, essentially this movie, but set in the present day. Mm. I'm excited. And Demolition Man... It just says he's a criminal. It doesn't say, like, arsonist or, as I've come to believe him as, bank robber, which is what I think he is. Sure. So this is fun. I feel like it's going to give, like, I don't know. I hope it's a movie where, have you ever seen a movie where there's, like, a good guy and a bad guy, and then for some reason, Wait, like. hold up. <laughs> a good guy and a bad guy? Yeah, in the same movie. No, I haven't seen a movie okay. like that. No, but, like. 75% of the way through, for some reason, something crazy happens where they have to work together. Oh, sure. I want that to happen. I think that'd be very fun in this mm. movie. Okay, okay. Um, Stallone as a smart guy. It's new. It's new for me. Okay. Stallone as someone with, like, specific brains is... I don't know. I'm excited to see where it goes. He doesn't look as, like, jacked as he does in Rocky. Okay. Can you do... You, you can tell me this fact. Do you know if this movie came before or after Rocky? It came after Rocky. Interesting. He maybe is Stallone like a Christian Bale where he like is like all sorts of different body types in movies. No, Stallone's always him a certain way. Okay. All right. Interesting. What if he's a boxer in this movie? I don't know. You have to know. Kevin. I do know. Okay. 
I do know. Okay, we're going to take I a break. I scared you so many times into being like, wait, you watched Moonrise Kingdom. Wait, you haven't seen Demolition Man. Wait, you don't know your movie. And it's just like, no, girl, I'll follow the direction. I was going to say, because my email's so long. I was like, I feel I read like I said thing. it. I read the whole thing. I did everything perfect today besides be on time. <laughs> besides that, I did everything great. Okay, then we're going to watch your DVD copy. Of- I don't have the DVD. We have <laughs> no. to watch it on my, like, I'm going to get it on Amazon, okay? So we're going to take a break, and we're going to watch. taking a break. From minute 24 and zero minutes to minute 30 and zero minutes. And for some reason, if you don't have a copy of this incredible movie, we'll no. recap when we come back. Yeah. What do you mean a copy of it? Like, I'm going to get it on the internet. No, like the listeners at home. If oh, they, for listener. some reason, can't oh, play along. God, what a bummer for them. Which would be wild. That would be a real sad thing. Okay, then we'll yeah, I'm going to okay. work on this. Give me two seconds. I'm going to take a break right now. This movie is very different than what I expected. Mm. Just because, like... Movies that take movies that were filmed in the past but take place in the future, which is even sure. like now, which are now. fascinating mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, because like the idea of the future is always so different. Mm-hmm. I also mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. I I also think it's really funny that in like the eighties they're like the future, everyone's gonna be wearing like plastic clothing. Sure. And then now everyone's like, fuck plastic, like stop using plastic. Yeah. And it's just funny to me that it's like you were like so off base mm. but at other times like um who is it who did 1984 or 1981 or whatever that movie like who wrote the it? wrote it yeah do you oh, know well george orwell wrote the yes. book he predicted airpods which is like insane he did yeah he like part of the book is they go to sleep with like little airbuds that play like little they call them bugs but they put them in your ears and they play music and that's like airpods what isn't that insane that is insane so it's like right on the money but at the same time it's like so Far off the money. <laughs> Anyways, there's nothing Both to do with on this. And <laughs> off the money. As most things are. Sure. Um, okay, so I'm just gonna recap what I think I saw. Okay. Which sure. could be wrong. Sure, sure, sure. And it might be wrong. Yeah, but Catherine, it also might be right. Mm. I just want you to give yeah. me that possibility. I'm just be in case you say like an actor's like name or something. I'm not great at it. Okay. But I just want to be ready for it. I do want to say so far I think it's a crime Sandra Bullock was not on the poster. Because in the scene we saw, she seemed to be a pretty active role. Okay. She's also back with her boo from Miss Congeniality. That's who that guy is, right? Yeah. He's uh, the guy. Jimmy Brett. Benjamin yeah, I believe Brett. it. Benjamin, yeah. yeah. Um, the two of them were like literally standing next to each other. And I was like, it's them together again. Mm. Or maybe this predates Miss Congeniality and it's the first time they were together. Maybe this predates that. I don't know, dude. I can't get a grasp on what this is. Because, <laughs> okay. like, I think Wesley Snipes, what I got from this is Wesley Snipes is from, quote, unquote, our time, which is, like, the late 80s, 90s, and then was brought to the future. Okay. That's what I was getting from it. Because he's dressed so differently than anyone else that sure. he's around. And at one point in time, he was like, what did he say? He was like, you guys don't have sarcasm anymore, which made mm. me think, like, this is a future that he's not necessarily, that he didn't, like, grow up with. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So it starts, he's at an ATM type thing where he's convinced to kill someone. He's got two different color eyes, which I know Wesley Snipes doesn't have. So I think one of them's like a, like a contact lens that's like a computer, which okay. is like a classic thing that totally exists in the sure, future. Sure, sure, um, <gasps> Oh my God. I told literally? you to climb up on your chair. Oh my God. How do I get like full cat access? If I just want I knew. everyone to know what just happened. I had my hand <laughs> casually on the chair. All of a sudden a paw touches it. Gently, gingerly, and then I was so happy. <laughs> I love you. He's a very sweet boy, but he 
once you like point out to him that he's being sweet, he's like, actually, I'll go sit in the corner by myself. It's like, all right. Oh, he's still interested. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Okay. I'm very That's fine. into cats. Okay. I get it. I totally get it. Um, so he's at this ATM thing. He's convinced to kill this guy. And then he's like, all right, give me a weapon. And the ATM's like back in the urban wars. And so that's the first indication that it's the future besides the technology. Mm. Um, and he's like, yeah, I know. Just give me a gun. And then he gets fined for swearing, which I thought was super cute. Um, <laughs> it's like, that's fun and not a thing that exists in the future. Mm. If anything, now we need to swear more. It's part of our daily lives. Sure. Um, the cops show up and for some reason, like none of them are like, trained in confrontation okay like they're like have that little like um camera thing that's like um it was almost like a cops for dummies like thing they carry around with them and it's like now say this tell them to do this if that doesn't work do this Mm. and then at one point in time i know his name i know it's not martin short but martin short's the only name in my head but it's the guy (laughs) that plays the animal okay do you want me to say yes it's rob schneider rob schneider yeah not even close to Martin Short. Oh, oh bud. He wants he more wants attention. To, he wants more attention. It's okay. It. Um, Rob Schneider is in this movie, which blew me away. But at mm. some point in time, he's like, we're cops. We don't know how to deal with violence. And it's like, okay, this is clearly like some sort of weird mm. about to be dystopian state. Like, sure. I'm sure it's like, quote unquote, utopian, but it's about to be dystopian. Um, but it's in LA because at some point in time they're like, they're in Century City Mm. or maybe that's just a coincidence now that I'm thinking about it. Century City seems like a future city name. Do you want, am I going to tell you, do you want me to tell you? You will tell me, don't tell me. But I'm not going to tell you yet. Okay. Okay. Um, so he fights them all. He like uses like his hacking skills, which are always fun to watch. And he like fights all the cops and he starts to get away and then he blows up the car and everyone's just kind of watching him being like, what does this dude want? Like I have a feeling that they don't have criminals like straight up at all. Okay. But he wants, from what I got, to kill some guy named Edgar Friendly, which I'm guessing is Stallone, but, like, his hair was really feathered, and Stallone, I cannot picture ever having, like, feathered hair. Okay. Especially not from the poster of this movie. So now I'm, like, I'm a little confused about who Edgar Friendly is. Okay. And then it cuts to a scene with, like, I'm guessing is, like, the mayor of the city, but he also is, like, dressed to make us think it's some sort of, like, religious culty garb. Like, he's, like, in, like, long, like, robes. And he's talking to a bunch of boxes who I'm assuming are have people on the other side of them. And he's like, we got to get Edgar Friendly. Yeah. He's graffiti and shit. And that's like the most egregious crime that's taken place in yeah. Century City, Los Angeles. So that's what happens. Okay. In my opinion. Got it. Who's actually in the movie? A ton of people. I don't think I even named all of them. Um, who's the main protagonist? Wesley Snipes, even though he's the quote unquote bad guy. I sure. can tell we're on his side. And... Now that I don't think Edgar Friendly is Stallone, I do think at some point in time Stallone and Wesley Snipes are going to team up, which I'm on board for. And I always have been. Okay. Who's the main antagonist? We're going to think it's Stallone for a minute because he's a cop and Wesley Snipes is a criminal. But then the real antagonist is whoever Edgar Friendly is. Okay. Um, What's happening to the protagonist before this scene? He was in the 90s, just chilling, or late 80s, just hanging out, whatever, doing whatever stuff. And then I'm going to say it was like a Terminator situation where like, or I'm going to say it's like a Bill and Ted situation where like okay. people from the future come back and are like, we need your help. And we've identified you as the person that's going to help us. Okay. But then they take him to the future okay. and he kind of like wakes up there and is like, uh, I got to get my bearings though. He does know how to hack the like ATM gun thing. Mm. So he's got to know some stuff. He seems very smart. I mean, he's like using common sense to like defeat the, 
cops. I almost said the bad guys, which mm. is telling. Um, but to defeat the cops. So, yeah. like, he's very smart, and I think he was, like, picked to come to the future or whatever. Um, that, or maybe he is from the future, but he's from outside of this, like, bubble of Century City, and Century City is this, like, paradise, and he's from, like, you know, District 13 or whatever. Sure. And he's, like, infiltrated the city. Mm. Interesting. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. But I will decide before the end, so we know how this movie works. Great, great. great. Um, what's happening to the antagonist before the scene? Edgar Friendly's um, graffiti and EF a bunch of places. We don't know why. It means something. Mm. Maybe he's trying to start a revolt. Maybe he's trying to reveal that everything isn't what it seems and it's not a utopia. Okay. Um, a scene that probably happens in this movie, Stallone and Snipes are like facing off. They've like got dr- guns drawn on each other. Stallone's computer thing is like, now calmly assert, and he just fucking throws it because he's like, I'm going to do my own yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stallone doesn't follow rules. Mm-mm. And they're facing off, and Snipes is like, like, you either get me or you get friendly. You decide. Because friendly's like about to run away or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And Stallone has to make this decision of like, am I following orders? Do I get the guy that we've identified as a criminal or do I get the actual criminal at your mm. friendly? And that's when they team up. Because, Catherine, they're teaming up in this movie. I'm sure. calling it right now. Sure, sure. Um, a scene that would be fucking awesome that happens. Same scene. Stallone and Snipes are, are facing off. And they're like, you either get me or you get friendly. And Sandra Bullock just, like, walks in between them, like, in the line of both of their fires. And it's like, fuck you guys. We got to get the bad guy. And she mm. becomes the leader. Okay. And she doesn't get fined for swearing because she's a woman. And in this society, women can do whatever they want. Okay. That's my decision. That's what I want. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I know it was the late 80s, so that's probably not what happened, but that's my guess. Okay. Um, what's the moral of the movie? The moral of the movie is um, a utopian society doesn't exist. It's impossible. Mm. Either um, the, like, plebeian people who are following orders will fuck it up, but more likely the people who are making the orders, the power will go to their head and they won't be able to continue making choices for the benefit of everyone. They'll start making choices for the benefit of themselves. And then it stops being a utopia and starts being a dystopia. Sure. And Stallone's going to say that. Because in this movie, he's a genius. Okay. That's my decision. Okay. Um, what's the last line of the movie? Um, Snipes is about to go back to his time or back to his district. He's going to leave the city for whatever reason after he and Stallone have like caught Edgar Friendly. Yeah. And he lets Stallone take all the credit for it. Mm. And then he's like, bet you didn't expect that from a demolition man. And then he turns and walks into the sunset or fiery car, either way. Got it, got it, got it. Into the fiery car. Yeah, like towards it. Oh, okay. <laughs> he opens the door. <laughs> and gets in the- <laughs> I got it. Well, this is a rough idea. Sure. Could happen. I don't yeah, know. I didn't think it happened. The late 80s or yeah. early 90s. Mm. You're going to be like, this movie was filmed in the 60s. <laughs> Impossible. Um, why is this the title of the movie? I mean, Wesley Snipes just blew up that car. So, like, maybe he's got, maybe that's, like, his thing is, like, like how a magician like throws down like a smoke thing to disappear. Maybe his mm. thing is like he blows shit up so he can like leave the crime scene. Mm. That's my guess. Genre of the movie. I still want to say heist movie. I'm going to. Okay. All right. You've been holding it in. Yeah. Tell me what happens. From the beginning or like, cause like you've made a lot of mistakes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully aware. Yeah. Whenever, whatever makes sense okay. to you. So I just have the character names in front of me cause I'm bad at names. Sure. Okay, so basically, so Sylvester Stallone plays this guy named John Spartan. And at the beginning of the movie, it's like 1993, Los Angeles. Okay. And there's a hostage situation. And, um, and like, basically, you can kind of see that L.A. is 
can I swear? Yeah, go it's ahead. It's fucking chaos. Great. It's chaos. <laughs> and this crime is happening in an area of town where the cops like don't go. Sure. So Sylvester Stallone, I'm just going to say his name because sure. the actor, we all know. It's easier. Sylvester Stallone is part of like an elite force of police officers and he's going to go in and like help and the guys that he's with are just like, we don't need to do this and he's like, we're lives are at stake. Like, we got it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so he like drops in through a fucking helicopter, takes out like a zillion guys of course. who none of them thought to shoot him while he was sort Vulnerable. of slowly yeah. descending. Um, but whatever. And he uh, comes across Simon Phoenix, which is uh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. And he's like, we're the hostages. And Snipes is like, who am I? Kind of like a joker, like, what What are you doing, dude? Right. Um, he's like, they're not here. And so Stallone's like, we're the hostages. And he's like, they're not here. And like, they go back and forth, like, where are they? They're not here. Where are they? Blah, blah, blah. Tell me where they are. No. Um, and then finally, Wesley Snipes just like drops, has filled the room with gasoline and drops a match. And yeah. uh, the building like starts to go up in smoke and like explode. Right. But Stallone ha- makes it out in time. Okay, he makes good. it out in time. Um. And then the explosion, because there's a bunch of gas cans. Sure. Uh, once Stallone is out of the building, the building just completely collapses. Sure. Um, and then, you know, they're arresting Wesley Snipes, and they're like, man, oh, man, tell us where those hostages were. And then they find out that the hostages were in the building. Yeah. And, like, uh, so Sylvester Stallone's like, I did it. I searched the heat, right. like, uh, thing. Like, there were no heat signatures. They couldn't yeah. have been in there. But there's like all the bodies are there. So what happens is he gets sentenced by the police department to like, I don't know, like 80 years in a cryo prison because that's like he messed up as a cop. Mm -hmm. So basically he's going to get frozen and rehabilitated. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Fast forward. Sure. So now we're in the future and all of these prisoners are in this prison and it's like Simon Phoenix, which is like Wesley Snipes, gets defrosted or whatever. Okay. And when they get defrosted, they like come in, you know, they get locked up and like they're supposed to answer some questions like, oh, are you a good guy right, yet? Right, right. And so he's there, he's locked up. And then he says a code word that unlocks his locks. And then he just starts fucking killing all of the guards there. And he's just like, I don't know how I'm how I'm doing this. Like, yeah. that's weird. Uh, and then the police are alerted that there's been like a murder death kill sure. and they're like, there hasn't been a murder here in like a fucking long ass. Yeah. Time. Right. Okay. Cause it's like 2022 or 2034. It's 2048. I think. Can't wait. It's coming right <laughs> up. Um, and so basically everyone's like freaking the fuck out. And so Simon Phoenix, which is Wesley Snipes, he like goes to that ATM thing. Yes. To, like get information. Um, their guns have been outlawed in this future. So they're right. all in a museum. You can't swear. Um, you can't, uh, like touch people. Like you can't even like kiss. Yeah. If you want to have a kid, you have your sperm donated and then you go to a lab and then the lab puts it in the vagina. Um, so like that doesn't exist anymore. Very sad. Um, and so basically like Simon Phoenix is doing that and like he doesn't know how he knows all these things. And sure. that thing with Edgar Friendly is in his mind. Okay. So, like, there's, like, a voice in his head, and he's like, I don't know, dude, what right. the hell? So, they're freaking the fuck out, because as you saw, he created a lot of chaos. Yeah, and they so don't then, know how to deal with it. Yeah, there's this old school cop in the district who's like, oh, that's Simon Phoenix. And everyone's like, what are we going to do? And he's like, you got an old school criminal, you need an old school cop. And so he is just like, 
uh, we got to get John Spartan out here. <laughs> and Sandra Bullock is this young rookie cop, and she's yeah. like, John Spartan? He was the blah, blah, blah. Right. Because she's, like, obsessed with the 90s, and, like, re- sure. she wants to do, like, real cop stuff. And yeah. she gets excited by the murder-death kill. And they're like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, nothing. I'd like peace in our streets, but I want some action. Right. You know? So they decide that they're going to defrost him to try to get Simon Phoenix. Yeah. Because, like, you know, they've been, like, whole thing going on so they defrost wesley or they defrost sylvester stallone yeah and he's not happy about it he's like it's like just let his me whole sleep. family's dead right everyone he loves is dead he doesn't get the future he, he's swearing he's like this is dumb but then he finds out it's simon phoenix okay and then he's in work mode yeah he's like i'm a police officer protect and serve let's yeah. go let's do this so basically there's like this whole scene where Simon Phoenix is getting guns at this mm-hmm. like fucking thing. They have a huge like face off at the museum with the guns and there was like a lot of fighting and explosions, blah, blah, blah. And uh, as Wesley Snipes is like escaping, that guy who you think is like the mayor. Yeah. Approaches him and, you know, Wesley Snipes tries to shoot him, but he can't because that voice that was in his head oh. is that guy. The mayor is the bad dude interesting mm, yeah so wesley snipes like i don't know why i can't kill you like, right uh, and he's like trying to hold the gun to him he can't shoot it and then sylvester stallone comes running up he's like get and then wesley snipes like runs off and the mayor's like oh you saved my life right yeah thank you and uh he's like i'll take you to taco bell tonight so what? <laughs> and then they go to taco bell is this real like taco bell, they go to taco bell. yeah because after the franchise wars, oh, Taco great. Bell is the only place that survived. And now all restaurants are Taco Bell. What? Taco Bell is the only restaurant that exists. And it's fancy. But is it like, oh, I want to go to the Italian Taco Bell. Well, I want to go to the no, Chinese Taco Bell. No, 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 no. Everything Bell? is just like little p- tabby, potty, weird looking shit. Yeah, Tide Pods. But it's all fucking Tide Pods. <laughs> <laughs> they're only eating Tide Pods. Great. Um, so while they're there... Uh, there's a graffiti attack outside. It's Edgar attack. friendly. There's like an attack, and he's just like, "Oh, Sylvester Stallone's like trouble outside," you know. And he goes out, and he sees what's going on, and then he finds out that they're actually just trying to steal food. What? Maybe Edgar friendly isn't so bad. Wait, I thought it was a utopia. I know. Like, why does this dude need food? So he like follows him down to the sewer, kind of classic. Thing. Yep. Um, and or no, he doesn't follow him down. He like goes down to the sewer. And then he, like, meets him, encounters him, and there's, like, a whole fucking world down there of people who just want to have, like, a normal life. Sure. And not live underground. (laughs) They want to not live underground, and they're, like, really dirty, nasty people. Uh But they just, like, want to, like, drink beer and, like, smoke cigarettes because, like, you can't do any of that shit. There's no alcohol. There's no fucking anything. Um, And Edgar Friendly, played by Dennis Leary. Okay. Um, is just like, you know, people want to come down here, uh, you know, maybe, maybe have a life or two, you know, and he's yeah. very like, blah, 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 something very sexy about him. <sighs> Anyways, it's, uh, he's hot. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I used to have a big thing for Dennis, Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary? Yeah. Is he the fire? Doesn't he have a show called like Fire Me or something? I don't know. About like firefighters. Oh, he does. I haven't seen it, um, but I should watch it. So basically, anyways, so... Interesting. Um, Sylvester Stallone isn't catching Simon Phoenix. Right. So, and the mayor is like, well, we have to get rid of him because this isn't working out, right. dudes. Um, and then 
basically what happens is Simon Phoenix goes to the mayor and he's like, you didn't tell me John Spartan was going to be here. Right. Um, I need more bad guys. I need more help. And so the mayor is just like, fine, whatever you want. Just like kill Edgar Friendly. Because right. what he wants is he wants Edgar Friendly gone because he doesn't want people fucking up his utopia. Right. Because yeah. he wants like total control. So they defrost a bunch of like really bad criminals. Sure. Like 10 of them. Like 10 bad guys. Yeah. Okay. And then the mayor's like, all right, dude, like, I did what you wanted. Right, go for it. And go for it. And then so, so uh, Wesley Snipes is like, you know, I couldn't figure out why I couldn't kill you. And it's because when you, like, rehabilitated me while they're frozen, and that's how he knew all those codes and stuff, they yeah. put it in his mind when he was in the ice. Yeah. They taught him all these fucking badass things. They, like, gave him codes to the city so, like, he can run everything. And he's like, when you did me in the ice, like, you made it so I can't kill you. Right but you didn't do that to my friends. Oh, shit. So his friends fucking pick him (laughs) up and throw him in a fireplace. Whoa. Literally burn the mayor alive. It's so dramatic. Um, So he burns to death. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then his assistant, that guy you liked, he's like, I'll help you because he's just trash. He's just one place or another. And like, meanwhile, while all this is happening, Sandra Bullock is like really looking up to John Spartan. Yeah. Um, She's just like really admiring him. And at one point she like asks him if he wants to have sex with her. And he's like, okay. And then they like go to have sex. But really what that is, is they put weird helmets on and like images flash of sexy things. Sure. What the fuck is that? And she's like, it's sex. Don't you love it? Yeah. And he's not. He doesn't love it. Sure. Um. So then there's, like, this big showdown at the fucking, like, town hall. Right. Or whatever the fuck, which is, like, dangerously close to where the prison cryo center is. I okay, guess. weird. Yeah. Maybe it's in the same building. Zoning. Oh, my God, this cat. I'm dead. I'm dying. <laughs> Everything is happening, and I'm loving it. Um, so they're there. It's, like, Snipes and Stallone. He's knocked Sandra Bullock out because he doesn't want her to get hurt. Okay. She's a woman. He has to protect her. Yes, of course. Um, so they're in, like, the cryo prison, blah, blah, blah. And they're having a fight. And, like, Stallone is about to lose. Yeah. But then he has a stroke of genius. Oh. And he uses, like, the thing that freezes you. Yeah. And he puts it on the ground because there's water on the ground. And, like, Wesley Snipes is, like, standing on it. So it freezes him. Yeah. And Stallone jumps in the air uh, and on this, like, rotating thing. And then he, like, and then we see, like, Wesley Snipes is frozen, and then he kicks his head off. Still, like, kicks his head off. This oh frozen head. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just, like, awesome. And then... Very dramatic. Very dramatic. And then at the end of the movie, he comes out. Sandra Bullock's like, oh, man, I can't believe you did that. Oh, my God. She's so annoying in the movie. Yeah. Great. Couldn't be more annoying if she tried. And he's like, yeah, it's too much. Uh, and then they kiss. Right. Um, and Edgar Friendly comes up, and he's like, cool, man. And, like, it seems like... They're going to start having a more normal society. Great. Um, of, like, coexistence. And everyone sure. seems, like, pretty chill about that. Like, it's a huge change, but everyone's like, All like right. it makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, and that's the movie. I like it. It's a great movie. I do feel like I was right about the moral of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. But I really wanted Stallone and Snipes to team up and didn't they happen. They never team no. up. No. It seems they like they're hate, true enemies. Yeah, they hate each other. They, uh... Yeah, and a lot of people die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's death and... Is there anyone cool in the group of, like, ten bad guys? No one that I... Rec- no, like, recognizable actors that I saw. Maybe they're, maybe one of them is, like, famous now. Yeah. But they're not even listed in the full, like, 
I have to click. Oh, like the beginning one. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're not like a big deal and they're not like people that we saw at the top of the movie. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. And what happened is, you know how all those, he got sentenced because all those bodies were found. Right. Wesley Snipes in that big fight scene. He's like, you know why you couldn't find the heat signatures? That's because they were already dead. Oh. But in the fire, they didn't know that they had already been dead. Right. So he went to like cryo prison for nothing because everyone was already dead. You know what I mean? Oh, and he didn't do, he didn't kill him. He didn't kill them. He just like appeared. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Man, that sucks. It does suck. And then his brain got all warped. His brain got all fucked up. And he like loves knitting now because like they rehabilitated like Stallone to like really like domestic. Oh, Stallone. I was like, uh, Snipes got his head kicked off. Yeah. He probably doesn't like knitting. He's probably just dead. Yeah, I know. Stallone, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Weird. Yeah. Stallone's really into knitting and like cyber sex. He wants to try to. He like. He, when he kisses her at the end, she's like, "Yeah, people should have been doing this." So he's probably good at kissing. Okay, good. I believe it. And he's jacked in the movie. I know. Was yeah. Movie, like he's not jacked. He's jacked. Okay, good. He wears like a sleeveless top. I mean, are we surprised though? We shouldn't be. I'm not. Good. He's a cop that doesn't follow any rules. Or Much like Tommy Lee Jones in U.S. Marshals. I don't even remember that movie very well, but clearly I need to watch it again. I love it. That's my type of movie. I should watch it again. Wesley Snipes has to like hide in a swamp, or, like in the swamp water, yeah, yeah, which yeah. freaked me out. And there's a moment where he's like under the water, and then he comes up to like just his eyes are revealed, and it's like a moment that's like burnt. Have you seen Parasite? Yeah. Okay, you know that moment that's, like, burned in your head for forever when the guy's on the stairs and the kid, okay. like, looks over and sees the guy on the stairs and you get this, like, flash of, the, like, the guy standing on the stairs? That's how I feel about, like, Wesley's... Except I'm not scared of Wesley Snipes, but Wesley Snipes, like, with his eyes poking out of the water, it's just, like, an image that, like... Forever. For some reason, yeah, I just, like, okay. will know forever. Okay. So anytime that movie's brought up, I'm like, I know that movie. Now someone is going to tell me later that I'm saying the wrong title of the movie. Sorry, I'm noticing at the IMDb, I'm just, like, looking at... You know, museum guard, Taco Bell patron, uh, Jack Black is one of the what? members. Uh, I mean, he did not have lines. He would. He must have basically just been like an extra. Weird. So that's kind of funny. Because it's like a bunch of people I don't recognize, and then like, oh, Jack, Jack Black. Black. And it's the Jack. It's not it's Jack Black. Okay, yeah, weird. It's him. Weird. Does Rob Schneider have a big role in the movie? No, he's kind of just like one of the like sidekicks at sure. the thing who like comes in with some quippy one-liners. He's a interesting actor. Yeah. And Benjamin Bratt really does nothing in the movie. He's just I like, it. I guess he might have been like Sandra's like partner kind of. Sure. But, but then she ditches he it. He literally contributes nothing to the film. It sort of seems like none of the like future cops. I mean, Sandra Bullock's they like in it, yeah. but like every other future cop is like, yeah. we don't know what to do. That's exactly why they have to defrost. Your man. Yeah. John Spartan. My boy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's really fascinating, and I'm really shocked I haven't seen it. That's Have you seen great. The Fifth Element? Yeah, it's kind of a, when when I watched Six Minutes of the Fifth Element, I was like, this is like in my wheelhouse of movies I would really like. It's a great movie. Yeah, I've rented it on Amazon Prime. I can give you my login, <laughs> and you can watch it if you'd like. I would love to. Great. It sounds really good. It's great. Um. Okay, we're gonna take a quick great. break, and then we'll do another great film. I hope Moonrise Kingdom. It's my movie. No, it cool. couldn't be. Break is happening. Bye. And we're back. Yes. Are you ready? Okay. Sorry. Yes. I'm you got ready. so nervous. I was like, oh, she has to hide sorry, something. Sorry, sorry. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay. So I'm gonna probably reveal more on my face than you revealed on your face. 
Okay. Oh, but, I, should, I should have my things open. Yeah, I'm going to let you answer all the questions about Moonrise Kingdom. Okay, so wait, let me pull the questions um, up so I can, like, because I didn't write down, like, the questions. I just yes. have the answer. Um, I have them right here, too, if you want. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. You're fine. Um, I'll just do it on my computer because I get, I'm going to get too distracted, like, looking over there. Okay, so A, 1A. Uh, title movie uh, is Moonrise Kingdom. You nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, B. What do you know about this movie going into it? Okay, I know it's a Wes Anderson film. Mm-hmm. Um, I it was made somewhere between 2010 and 2018. It takes place at like a summer uh, camp, like survival, like winter, not winter, like wilderness skills. Okay. Place. Um, there's a young boy in the main part. Um, I think there's some people have merit badges. Okay. So there's some sort of a system where people will get to earn them. Sure. Um, so, and then, I mean, I don't know these things, but like, I'm going to like, I, I'm pretty sure there's a young romance. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a lake. Okay. That might have some like moments. Um, and also that like the moon is important. Okay. (laughs) Um, and that like. You know, it's like Moonrise Kingdom. It's like yeah. the moon is like when the magic happens and the kingdom is the forest. Ooh, um, lovely. And uh, yeah, that's what I know. Yes. Okay. Famous lines and scenes. Mm, okay. Um, I think we're going to see a first kiss. Oh. For sure. Okay. Like the little boy and there's going to be like a little girl. <laughs> Not little. You know what I mean. Yes, I do. A young, age-appropriate romance. <laughs> yes. Like, kiss. Um. I think there's going to be, like, one of those scenes on a lake where there's, like, the main kid. And I think that there's, like, a bully. Okay. He's been a bully, like, the whole time. And they are stuck on a boat together. Maybe they drop the paddles. Sure. I don't know. And the bully is, like, freaking out. He's, like, scared. And then the kid, the main kid, like, teaches him a lesson. Oh, about, like a moral? Like a moral. Got it. And then the bully's, like, not a bully anymore. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's got to happen. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, it gives our lead a chance to like overcome and like help something yeah um let's see oh yeah they're gonna chop wood for yep. sure like okay. the kid's gonna chop wood um i don't think that the main kid is like particularly like good at wilderness okay so i think that like he's probably like scared to cut wood he's probably scared of bugs and bears and oh, stuff yeah um so maybe he like doesn't have any merit badges at the beginning and may, I think that part of the journey of the film is, like, to get a particular merit badge. Oh, So okay. what I was thinking yeah. is that, like, maybe at the top there's, like, the ropes court marriage, merit badge. Sure. Because I was trying to think of something dramatic that's, like, clear. Like, at yes. the beginning he cannot do the ropes course. But then through teaching people lessons and, like, having a first kiss and falling yes. in love, we see him on that ropes course overcome yeah. in a dramatic way. Yeah. Because maybe the girl is doing the ropes course before him and she gets stuck. And for some reason, yeah. he's like, I'll help her. You know? Yeah. Romance. You know, the crazy things you do when you're in love. The crazy things you do. Um, oh, I think that there's going to be a scene where the girl he is into does something that's, like, really badass. And everyone looks like, oh, a girl did that? And it's like, of course she did. She's better than you. Like, yeah. this doesn't even need to be a moment that we address in the film. Sure. Like, we just could have just, like, had person. her do it. And we didn't need to look back on your face as being like, a you know woman? I mean? Right. Unreasonable. Um, you're already mad about the film it's just like, <laughs> come on 
uh, lines from the movie. That's the spirit, kid. Oh, sweet. I think, that, I think there's like a camp counselor. Yeah. And is encouraging. Um, uh, I'm scared. I'm pretty sure will be said. Sure. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a ca- like there's a jaded counselor character and he's like, this ain't New York City. It's the forest. And it's got bears. They've got to say that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so those are like some lines in the scenes. Um, who's in it? Bill Murray's got to be in it. Sure. He's in everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Schwartzman. He's Great. in everything. And then I'm guessing Ray Fiennes. Okay. Uh, Owen Wilson. Sure. He's got, because he, like he uses the same people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a lead male kid actor. And then for some reason, I thought Liam Neeson might be in it. Cool. Um, as like a super badass. And then I was going to say that Scarlett Johansson was in it. Okay. But then I was like, she's too famous for people not to have like blown their dicks about. Right. So I definitely would have heard about that. Yes. Um, and then I just don't think that there's any particularly famous female actresses in the film. Interesting. Yeah. In my head, like when I've seen the poster like years ago, I didn't look it up again. Good. I just, I think it's just, like, kids, and okay. I feel like if there was, like, a female counselor who was an actress I would recognize, I'd remember that. Right. But I don't think that happened. Turning the page. Okay, I wrote this on paper. Um, genre of the movie. I wrote that it's a coming-of-age comedy-slash-drama. Mm-hmm. Lighthearted, but it packs a punch. <laughs> yeah. Sort of like Rudy. Um, Never and seen it. Yeah, but apparently the guy at the movie... The guy that the movie's based off of is, like, a total asshole. Oh. So that sucks. Um, so that's, like, what I think it is. I sure. think. And it's going to be um, funny, but okay. not, like, too funny. Like, a classic, like, kind of like the Grand Budapest Hotel. Like, what is that? Right. Yeah. It's not really a drama, but it, like, is, but it's funny, but it's not a comedy. It's, like, right. what are you? You're just great. What a great movie. It's, like, aren't there, sh- like... You know a television show, if it's 30 minutes, it's a comedy, like, no matter what. Yeah. Even if it's, like, a very dramatic show, it's, like, well, you're 30 minutes, so you're comedy. Yeah. One of those situations where it's, yeah. like, by default, you're a drama. Well, it's also, like, you're a Wes Anderson film. You're always going to be, like, whatever his genre is. Oh, my uh-huh. gosh, this cat. I cannot even handle you. Please don't. Please don't ruin the recording. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, he's going on the computer. Okay, I'm going to get him he's off. He's sniffing on the pad. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, man. He wanted to be a sound engineer. He loves being tall, so anytime he can, like, jump on something, he's like, look how tall I am. I'm like, great no, job, bud. I get that. That makes sense. Um, okay, F. Why haven't you seen the movie? These questions are, like, lettered. In case people are like, why is she saying the letter F? They're lettered. There's a very detailed email that Thank I received. Thank you. F. Why don't you see it? The trailer looked super boring. Okay. Like, I remember back in the day, the trailer. I didn't rewatch the trailer. I just remember, Catherine? like, being like, this looks boring. Yeah. Um, I don't really care about kids. Sure. So the movie seemed like it was about kids and like, mm, I don't care. Sure. Um, the color scheme didn't appeal to me. It was a lot of like browns and greens. Um, it just felt kind of dull and unexciting where it was like the Grand Budapest Hotel. Like that is like bright colors and yes. fun. Um, Did you see the Grand Budapest Hotel? Yeah. Okay. I just keep referencing it because it was just like, I recently watched like a movie clip of it for something else. Sure. So it's in my head. Um, I feel like nobody lost their mind over it. Yeah. This movie. Okay. And like, if everyone's like, oh, you, like that, like that happens with all the other Wes Anderson films, but I feel like no one talked about this one. Yeah. So it seems like it must not have been that good. Um, I also feel like it didn't get nominated for like anything. Yeah. And all the Wes Anderson movies, I feel like get nominated for something. And I feel like this definitely didn't get nominated for literally anything. Um, and maybe it's like a black sheep 
movie. Like, maybe it's, yeah. like, the movie that Wes Anderson is like, God, I wish I hadn't released that. Interesting. You know? Like... Because I have a Wes Anderson movie that I'm like, I wish he hadn't made that one. Which one? Fantastic Mr. Fox. I just don't oh, get it. Oh, I loved it. I just don't get it. There's oh. something, like, Isle of Dogs, that type of animation works for me. Mm. But, like, the same thing is for Fantastic Mr. There's just something about it that, like, is... You know when people saw The Lion King and some people were, like, having a realistic-looking animal talking kind of freaked them out? I don't know if you heard people saying that. Um, I didn't watch that movie. Okay. And I didn't pay attention to that movie because it literally sounded so stupid. The new Lion King? Yeah, because it's not live-action. Yes. Because lions can't sing. Right. It was confusing. It was weird to call that movie live action because it's still... It's not still... live action. You can just be like, it's an updated whatever CGI sure. version, but it's like, I've never met a lion that can sing. I've never met any animal that can sing. And I'm not a counting bird. birds. I'm not counting birds. I'm not counting birds. I was like, this bitch is going to talk about birds. <laughs> nope. I'm talking about lyrics, sure. baby. Okay. And parrots, that's not singing. Mm-mm. That's copying. Okay. It's... Singing requires like artistry. You know, and they don't got that. Um, additional thoughts. I mean, like, it's probably not even good. <laughs> That's probably why I didn't see it. Like, and I feel like because I haven't seen this Wes Anderson film, I think that it demotes me from like liking film because I feel like when you like film, you're supposed to see all of the work by like any acclaimed director right and i feel like i don't love that stigma but at the same time it's just like i got taste right and like i'm not made of time yes i agree you know what i mean like people are like oh she's made of time people are always saying that about you i know they're like oh my god have you seen much of time she has on her hands so much time, and it's not the case it's not the case um and those are my thoughts i can do that's what i have to say no you're good you're good i think that's i think that's interesting when people are like oh you like movies but you've never seen yeah you're a sour or whatever i'm like, like i don't know maybe you like Wes anderson but you haven't seen Moonrise kingdom it's like yeah it's possible i've seen all his other movies they're uh-huh. great this one didn't look good right it looked and that's fine dumb. and that's why i didn't watch it not every hit's a home run um i never said that in my life but now i'm gonna say it once every yeah. day I, as soon as you said that, I was like, is that a phrase that I'm missing? <laughs> Maybe. Honestly, okay. like, we're going to find out Babe Ruth said it, and I'm plagiarizing yeah. him. Okay, I'm going to show you the poster. Okay. And see what you think about it. Well, and you a, do a, have to scroll a little. There's a list of actor names, so that's helpful. Yes, yeah, so you Bruce will know Willis. who's in it. What the frick? I know, it's an interesting Okay, so one. it was right. It has uh, Bill Murray and Jason Schwartzman. Yes. Um, obviously, Frances McDormand. Oh, I feel like I remember... Her being like authoritarian in the, what I know, some sort of. Oh, in author- some role. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think she's probably in the trailer. Um, yeah. I see a kid and a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to step away from the mic just so I can look at it a little bit closer. My vision is poor. Here I go. Psh. Okay. I don't know if that cursive at the top is important. Okay. The cursive. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Also, the kid has a gun. Also, I forgot to mention that I already knew it didn't take place in modern time. Oh, okay. So this poster tells me that it probably takes place in the 70s. I thought it took place probably in like the 70s or 80s, and I wish I had said that because I'm too. clearly right. I can edit it in. Great. Thank Just you. Just kidding. I'm not good. Oh, I'm not good at it. Kills me. Um, it looks like uh, there's a young romance for sure here. Mm-hmm. It also seems like maybe at one point they get like lost in the woods together, and like she's a city girl. So I think that now I think that the kid is like really good at the woods. Okay. Um, and that this city girl comes in and she doesn't understand the woods and like, yeah. he's going to teach her about the woods cause she's a girl and like, how do you not, you know, right. why would you know about the woods? 
Um, so I think he's really good at it. And okay. I think he's, like, nerdy. Um, and because he's so good at wilderness, like, I think all the other kids pick on him. So, like, I don't think he has any friends. Okay. Um, and I think that the counselors are, like, going to really mentor him. And, like... Oh, they like him? I think that they, like, really like him. And they're like, oh, he's such a good kid. You know? We just love him. We just... He's, like, he's a good kid, you yeah. know? Just... Just a little weird. Um, yeah, that's what I think. Cool. Yeah. I just want to point out that Tilda Swinton is in this. I saw that. Okay. I just thought it was interesting when you're like, no famous women are in it. Because I, I do think of her as a famous woman. She is. I said that when I didn't know right. about the movie. Like, I just, in my head, I was like, well, because I also didn't remember that Frances McDormand, like, I vaguely feel like Bruce that Willis makes sense. Yeah. Um, but Tilda, I mean, I did not know Bruce Willis was in it. Um... Tilda Swinton's very famous. <laughs> yes. She's but she, and she, so I haven't seen all of his movies, but Frances McDormand and Tilda Swinton are in a lot of them, right? But Bruce Willis is like not. Oh, yeah, because Tilda Swinton is in uh, Grand Budapest Hotel as well. Uh huh. And then Frances McDormand's in Burn After Reading, which I, oh, which isn't that's not him. No, that's who are the brothers? Cohen? Yeah. She's in that and then she's in Fargo. That's what I was thinking of. So maybe mm. she's not in a lot of his stuff. Yeah. The only, I can't think of like a girl who's in a lot of Wes Anderson films at this point. Right. Oh, who's the Gwyneth? Paltrow. Yeah. Oh, sure. I haven't seen all this stuff. Yeah. That's him, right? Yeah. Where they play tennis and she smokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is how good I am at movies. You're really good at movies. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we're going to take a break. Okay. Same situation. Great. Minute 24, zero seconds to minute 30 and zero seconds. And okay. then you have to recap for everyone. So you have to remember what's happening. It's a okay. big challenge, but I think you got it. Okay. Okay, cool. I we're going to take a break. six minutes worth of material. You say that now, but. But who knows? Okay. <laughs> Okay, so first you're going to recap what we saw, okay. and then you'll answer these questions. You don't have to answer all of them, but whatever pertains. Got it. Okay, okay. What happened? Okay, so we opened, we were by a river, and um, there's a boy and a girl, and I don't know their name. The, the girl's name is Susie. Yeah. Um, there's a boy and a girl, and they are, oh, they were, they were like hiking through the woods. So they didn't start by the river. They were like hiking through the woods. Then we end up, like, next to a river. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're, like, trying to get food. So the girl's fishing. It seems like she's never fished before. Right. And the kid is also trying to get food, and he catches a turtle. And the turtle says Albert on the stomach. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she's about to catch a fish, and he just tosses the turtle back. Yeah. <laughs> which it seems like there's a lot more to unpack there. Sure. Um, I feel like we're going to see the turtle again. But anyways. Um, and then... The kid uh, makes some, like, fish burgers. Sure. Because um, they have, like, camping supplies with them. It yeah. seems like they're pretty well equipped. Um, and she has cat food with her because I guess she has a cat. But I didn't see the cat. Sure. But, like, he just was catching fish. And then there's, like, a bunch of canned fish. Yeah. Uh, which I think he was a little annoyed by. <laughs> uh, and then he was like, okay, let's make an inventory of what we have. Yeah. So it seems like... This was not planned. Sure. Um, so let's begin inventory. So he's writing out an inventory and she has uh, some, she's a record player with her. Her favorite record. It's portable. So mm-hmm. it's going to play music at some point. Yeah. Uh, she has some books and she's like talking about the book. She likes magic. And then he notices that they are library books. Uh-huh. And he's like, at my school, you can only take them out for like two weeks. Yeah. And what's going on here and she's quiet and he's like did you steal these and she's like mm. and he's like why you're not poor and then she's upset and she mm-hmm. goes into the tent yeah and she closes it and then he follows her into the tent respectfully sure he's like hey i'm like really sorry 
I didn't mean to upset you. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Um, I'm on your side. Yeah. You might have said. Um, and and then it seems like they're friends again. It seems yeah. like they're just like friends. And she seems a little bit older than him. So now I'm not sure that there's a romance. Okay. Because it seems like he's younger. Um, and that, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then we go to a house. Yes. What looked, it looks like it's in the suburbs. And Frances McDormand ha- has three sons and a megaphone. Yes. <laughs> and she's like shouting and shouting and shouting and shouting. And uh, the kids, the one of the kids is like, oh, my record player is gone. And they're like, oh, where is it? And he's like, Susie took it. And then he shows a letter to the mom that's like, hey, I'm going to take your record player. I'll have it back in 10 days or less. Don't right. tell mom or dad. Um, and then Frances McDormand's like on her horn. And then right before the 30 <laughs> minutes was like, we hit 30 minutes. Uh, she was like, your daughter's run away. And it, so, uh, the little girl has run away. Yes. So I know that. Great. Okay. <laughs> Who's actually in the movie? Well, I saw the poster. We sure. got Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton, Frances McDormand, two unnamed children actors, Bruce Willis. For some reason. Uh, those are the big names. Didn't yeah. see, I only saw one of them in this thing. Yeah. Who's the main protagonist? I think it's the little boy. Okay. <sighs> Who's the main antagonist? I don't think we met the antagonist. Okay. I think the antagonist is probably who someone that the girl some thing about that the girl ran away from. Okay. Maybe like it might be like her dad. Maybe her dad's Bruce Willis and he's like a bad guy. Okay. And uh, so maybe Bruce Willis is the antagonist. Um, and maybe Bruce Willis like also like somehow is connected to the kid. Sure. Maybe like the kid looks up to Bruce Willis. Oh my God. Bruce okay. Willis is the guy in charge of like the Boy Scouts. Okay. Or whatever. It's yeah. not the Boy Scouts. But he's in charge of the yes. thing. Scouts, and so whatever. he's the scout leader. And that's why he has all those three boys because they're in it too. And that oh, that boy okay. is in it. Yes. And he doesn't have any friends, but the Scoutmaster is always super nice to him. So mm-hmm. he like idolizes him. But the Scoutmaster is really a bad guy and that's his daughter uh, and that's why she's run right away. Yeah. So he's the antagonist. But the guy think the little boy thinks that he's great. The girl's like, mm, that's my dad. Not so he's much, not cool. right? Yeah. So I figured that out. Uh, what was happening to the protagonist before this scene? So the girl was we saw at her house. You're right. Unhappy living environment. Yes. Not happy to be there. Um, she's like, oh god, I don't like it here. She's writing uh, a letter. It's probably the dad said something insensitive to her. Sure. Um, I think that there was a, like, I think it came to like a boiling point with the dad. And she was just like, mm. <laughs> and, and then I think we had a very beautiful Wes Anderson scene of her packing a suitcase. Oh, yeah. And closing it. And then I think it was probably just mirrored in what we just saw when we opened it. Yes. I think that that definitely happened. And she decides that she's going to set out. And I think on the other end, the kid, I haven't totally figured out how the kid got here and how they met up. But what I think happened is maybe oh, oh 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 I figured it out. Okay. He is trying to get some sort of like solitary camping merit badge. Okay, so that's great. why he's in the woods by himself. Yeah. Um. So there's no summer camp in the movie. That was ridiculous that you made me think that. I know. I'm sorry for um, whispering it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, it's a summer camp. It's not a summer camp. So he's trying to get the solitary camping merit badge because he has a lot, and that's the only one he hasn't gotten because you need all the other merit badges to have the skills. Right. So she's lost because she's running away from home, and he like finds her. Probably 
maybe he maybe she's getting attacked by a bear and he's yeah. like come on girl calm down and he and wants he, his damsel in distress badge damn yeah get he wants that badge um and then they like meet up and then he decides to help her because clearly she should not be in the woods right. um and that's like how they meet up and that's what's happening before and he's Great. just like trying to get his merit badge yeah the antagonist i think bruce willis um i think he was like bossing his kids around yeah and just being like kind of a dick sure um i think that we probably saw him i think that the way he's running his boy scout troop is not cool i think it's not kosher i think that like at the top he was doing fun things and the kid was like idolizing him and he was like all right kid you're gonna get that solitary camping merit badge now have fun and then the kid's like oh you're the greatest walks away and then bruce willis is like fucking loser you know yeah something hurtful but the kid doesn't know about it no um what will happen to the protagonist and the antagonist i think that the girl is going to oh my gosh that's gonna be nice yeah so they're gonna solitary camp together yes and she's gonna earn the badge as well (gasps) oh i like that and i think that the dad is gonna be like where were you what the hell and then he's gonna see that she's learned all these right. skills because maybe they haven't been able to bond over those things. And maybe that's why he was such a bad guy because he was mad. He was bitter. He hated the world. His yeah. kids are selfish little brats. Right. But now his daughter can camp. Oh, my God. It's all he wants. Uh, yeah. And then he like gives her the merit badge. And so by the end, he's not an antagonist anymore. Oh, I like I'll tell that. you that. I tell you that. Uh, and he gives her the badge. He gives the kid the badge. Um, and then like whatever... I think he was still doing something shady with Boy Scouts. Not sexually. No, no, <laughs> but no. Just, but like, just shady. Yeah. Um, I think that whatever that was, he clears it up. Makes Good. it right. For sure. Um, a scene that probably happens in the movie. I think that they're going to have to, like, hunt. Interesting. Because like, you saw that gun in the poster. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the gun. They're going to have to hunt. Yeah. And I think that there's going to be... I think she's going to kill an animal. Yeah. Um, and... They're going to have a scene where they, like, eat a rabbit. And uh, maybe she's like, I had a pet rabbit once. We'll have a Wes Anderson shot of a rabbit in a cage. And then we'll have a Wes Anderson shot of the rabbit on the spit. Yes. And maybe a Wes Anderson shot of her face being like, huh. You know what I mean? Like, boom, boom, boom. Yes. Um, he should hire me to storyboard his films. <laughs> yes. Um, so I think that that definitely happens. Um, a scene that would be fucking awesome that happens? Yes. <sighs> that definitely happens? No. It would just be awesome. In your perfect Moonrise came Okay. Down. Okay. So <laughs> we are, uh, I know it's not summer camp anymore, but there is a ropes course. Okay, great. In this woods, in the middle of nowhere. Right. Which is awesome. So this is rope course in the middle of nowhere. And the kid's just like, huh, let's like go do this ropes course. And this girl's like, mm, okay. So they like, do the ropes course and they keep climbing and climbing and climbing and they like get to the top and it's like super, super high up. And then Tilda Swinton's just like there living in a tree house. Yeah. And she's just like, welcome to my tree house. And then they just, like, have, like, a nice tea. They have, like, an afternoon oh, yeah. tea. Uh, and she's like, oh, whatever. Wherever. I don't know where she's from. Sure. Um, and they just, like, have, like, a nice conversation up in the tree house. Yes. And then uh, they, like, bungee cord down. They, like, jump yeah, off yeah, the yeah. trees. And then when they land, there's an animal looking at them, like, you kids. <laughs> you a guys. knowing fox. Yeah, there's, like, a knowing fox. <laughs> um, yeah. That happens. Uh, what's the moral of the movie? Hmm. I think that the moral of the movie is just like, it's okay to, no, it's not as it's okay to be yourself. Like, I think it's just that like, 
you can you can stand up for yourself like you can be strong yeah um no matter what like you can overcome anything like i think that the girl had a really sheltered life and i think that she's gonna learn that like she's not helpless she's right. not a damsel in distress like she ran away but i think that she was immediately overwhelmed and probably like wanted to get back home sure but she's gonna learn that like i can do this and like we can do anything we can get these merit badges yeah um how does the movie end i mean i already told you right they both get the merit badge bruce willis fixes what's wrong i think francis mcdormand probably learns a lesson too it seems like she's a pretty strict mom maybe sure. her megaphone breaks yeah in some way maybe it gets lit in a fire okay wes anderson shot megaphone in her hand wes anderson shot uh backyard fire pit wes anderson shot dropping a match yeah wes anderson shot melting wes anderson shot her seeing it and being like huh you know what I mean? You've got this. Um, uh, again, I am available to be a storyboard artist. I cannot draw. What is the last line of the movie? The last line in the movie is... Uh, sounds good. Yep. Easy. Yeah. I think that it's just like, you know, want to go on another adventure? And the girl's just like sounds good because yeah. she's ready now she's not scared no she can do anything she can do anything she yeah. learned a lesson um what is the why is this the title of the movie moonrise kingdom i think it's because like it's i think that the, most of the movie takes place in the forest and yeah. i think we're just going to keep cutting away to what's happening in real world sure but like i think that the kid's gonna be like and she's like why are you out here and he's like well because like the forest is like a kingdom it's like my kingdom and yeah. like the moonrise is the most extraordinary part oh that's beautiful and i know I know. Uh, and that's why it's called Moonrise Kingdom because it's also like the place where she's going to learn the lessons. Yeah. So it makes sense that it's a kingdom. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like more of like a metaphor. It's not a literal place. Kingdom of knowledge. Okay. Uh, what genre is the movie? Coming age, coming of age uh, dramedy. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. You've been right about everything. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Feeling really good. Good. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so this movie is very interesting, and I just want to like talk about what you said earlier because definitely the I saw it in theaters. I wasn't super like knowledgeable of Wes Anderson when it came out because I think it was like oh six somewhere in there. I guess it was a flop, okay. but I saw it in theaters. And I didn't really get Wes Anderson, and I think I was just like not because I think when you go into a movie knowing what a Wes Anderson movie is, you're prepared for like. The visuals, the quick cuts, like, and I think the first time I saw it, I was, like, so swept up in that of being, like, oh, my God, every shot looks like someone could paint that as a picture and hang it in their house. Yes. And, like, the quick cuts of things and the sort of, like, tongue-in-cheek, like, snarky, like, record player, run by batteries, whatever, like, when he does inventory, stuff like that. So I didn't really, like, I liked it. I had a good time, and then I left and completely forgot about it. Okay. And then when I watched it again today, I was, like, oh, it's actually, like, when you sort of get past, like, the glitzy part of Wes Anderson, it's, like, a very sweet story. Okay. Um, which I think probably a lot of people... Like, I think probably in his other movies, you get the story at the same time that you get the visuals. Yeah. And so people remember it more and like it more. Yeah. But I think this one took, for me, watching it twice to, like, okay. get the story. Okay. So probably no one is going around being, like, Moonrise Kingdom is my favorite because mm. you have to want to rewatch it in order yeah. to get it, yeah. I think, and Ugh. probably not a lot of people wanted to rewatch it. Yeah. So I get it. But it is very sweet and touching. Mm. I guess if you like kids. Which um, I don't. Which you don't. Which I don't. So the movie starts with um, Edward Norton is the scout leader. 
damn it. And there is a summer camp. Of course he's in it. Fucking summer camp. There was a summer camp. That's why I was whispering it to you. Um, So there is a summer camp and he starts and he's like walking through the camp very like Wes Anderson style where he's like safety check, blah, blah, blah. And it's like a kid with like a weird bone arrow. Takes place in 1965. Got it. So there's like that like fun retro stuff. Mm. And then there's a kid on like a weird motorbike and he's like, I'm doing a safety check, sir. And he's like demerit or whatever. He's just like writing demerits, walking around. And like all the kids are nice to him, but like all the kids are doing what they're supposed to do and they're all nice to him. But you can tell he sort of doesn't. Like, he's, like, saying you get a demerit, but he doesn't really have control. Like, no one's, like, no one's, like, anarchy or anything, but, like, you can tell he's just sort of, like, there, and the kids are kind of running the camp. Okay. And then he's, like, bunk check, and he's, like, walking through everyone's bunk, and he gets to oh Sam Shakovsky's. Sam's not there. And he is not there. He's not there. And it's funny, because they go in the tent, and they're, like, looking around, and it's, like, a tent you zip up and zip down. Like, there's no lock on a tent. Yeah. But he's got a poster up against a wall, and they take the poster down, and there's, like, a hole cut into... The, the back of the canvas yes that's tent. Funny. it's funny that's funny and so they're like he's escaped and then it cuts to Susie's house and Susie's like walking through the house and then she like looks it through her binoculars like very important to her she like looks through her binoculars at something sees something and like she wants nods to see the world outside. Mm-hmm. she wants to get out of that little home mm. it's not in the suburbs it's just like on this it's almost like a lighthouse house where it's like kind oh. of like completely on oh, a cape okay. like by itself got there's it. no lighthouse but it's like very that like kind of yes Got there's it. like acres around it with okay. nothing and so i think she's like across a cove from like this camp she saw okay. him leave so she leaves she they saw meet him up. leave yes okay they meet up they start this adventure together they've never met before not as of yet in the movie okay but it does a flashback at some point in time because we, they okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah so edward norton has to report to the only sheriff in the area who's bruce willis and he's mm-hmm. like her dad no <laughs> Bill Murray's the dad. There's so many men in this movie. So Edward Norton reports to Bruce Willis and is like, they're gone. And so they have to go like to the uh, operator, like telephone wire thing. And they call Sam's parents. Got it. And they're like, blah, 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 Sam's missing. And they just meant to call and like inform them and be like, we just started the case. We'll like, like update you in 24 hours. It's just a courtesy. Like, don't freak out this happens it's like a wilderness with boy scouts like they're gonna run off and try and start a fire or something like it happens we're just warning you and the dad's like that's great just let him know that he's not invited back and they're like uh sir he can come back to the camp it's not a big deal and they're like no to our house he's not invited back and they're like i'm sorry what and bruce willis is like literally like i'm sorry sir this is just a courtesy call i don't understand and they're like well he's like a trouble kid like he's got emotional problems he's not good for the other kids oh the book was about the kid mm-hmm. oh i thought that that book was that girls that book is that girls oh but the boy also has emotional oh problems. i got it okay, okay yeah. so they're like we don't want him around the other boys and edward norton is like uh excuse me and they're like sorry who's this and they have to like keep announcing who they are which is a bit of the whole movie and Edward Norton's like, are you not his real dad? And they're like, no, we're just his foster parents. Like, his parents died, mm, like, two years ago. fire. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I don't think we know how, but I probably fire. Um, and they're like, we've been, like, his foster parents, but, like, he can't come back. This is, like, the last straw. And yeah, we're like, not here. Uh, okay, like, that's not what we thought would happen. Yeah. So then they call, like, child services, which is Tilda Swinton. Mm. And they're like, what's the deal with this boy? And she's like, well, when we find him, we'll take him. And it's like, well, what are you going to do with him? And they're like, well, we'll evaluate him. And he can either go to like a juvenile detention center. Mm. And Edward Norton's like, I'm sorry, is that an orphanage? And they're like, who is this? And he's like, sorry, I'm blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, yeah, it's an orphanage. 
And that she's like, or if we like think he's emotionally disturbed, we'll send him to get shock therapy because it's 1965. Sure. And Bruce Willis is like, that's not happening. Mm. Bruce Willis is like, I'll take the child. Yes, essentially. Mm. But Tilda Swinton's like, you don't get to make that decision. She's <laughs> like, you like, also have to be like qualified and like, you, yeah. like, you definitely have like, there's steps. <laughs> yes. Just... Well, it is the 60s. Yeah. So there were less steps. But yeah, like you can't just be like, I'll take the boy. Yeah. It's like, there's papers at least you have to sign. So they have that discussion. Then Bruce Willis has to go to this house because it's like one of the few houses in the area and is like, this boy is missing. Here's a picture of him, whatever. And this woman's like, uh, what's going on? Let's ask our daughter Susie. And uh, that's when this kind of happens. Oh, so this is when she realizes that she's Susie's away. gone too. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Got so it. now they're like, uh, they're both gone. And so they discover a box in Susie's room of like a bunch of letters. Oh, his ball is by your foot, which is what he's very interested in. Um, so they're like, oh, we found this box of like Susie's letters and they've been writing back and forth. And then Her and the kid. Yes. Oh, okay. So it flashes back a year so before. there's a young romance. There's a young romance. Okay. She's just more mature because women are more mature than that age. Oh, okay. Got it. But and at any age. And all Literally? the time forever. <laughs> at any age. Okay. Maybe like two years old. They're on the same level. Um, oh, but they flash back to like when they met and it's like the scouts are all at this like play at a church and the play is like Noah's Ark or whatever. And he likes is bored. It's great. He sneaks backstage and he runs into um, the girls in the dressing room. They're like sitting in front of a mirror and they all turn around and look at him at the same time. I bet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're all in these weird costumes. Very Wes Anderson. And this is like one of the famous things, which is why I'm describing it in detail. But he goes, what, what kind of bird are you? And this other girl is like, well, I'm a sparrow. And she, and he goes, no, I said, what kind of bird are you? And he points like directly at the camera oh. and then it flashes around and it's that girl's face. And she's like, oh. I'm a raven. And she's like, and he's like, what's wrong with your hand? And it flashes down her hands like bandage. And she went, she's like, I punched a window. Mm. And so then it shows the letters back and forth. And it's like, dear Sam, I threw a rock at a window and got glass in my mom's hair. She's really upset. And, and then it trails off. And then I'll be like, dear Susie, I was sleepwalking last night and accidentally lit the doghouse on fire. And my parents think I did it on purpose. Got it. And I'm like, dear Sam, I got mad at a girl in my school and beat her up. And now I'm suspended. It's like, they're, they're both they're problem troubled. child, yeah, like yeah, yeah. children for sure. But they like find someone that gets them. Do you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of this like sweet story sort of like a young romance. Yes. It's a young mm. romance, but they get each other yeah. and they write all these letters and then, finally it's like dear Susie let's run away and they like make this plan mm. and he's really and Sam's like really into maps which is why they keep showing the map like you saw the, like the little dotted line of where they're going he like keeps pulling his map oh, okay. out and being like we've got to go here we've got to do this and so he's like leave your house go right on the dirt road and follow it all the way till you get to the meadow I'll meet you in the meadow got like it. and we'll start our adventure there or whatever so we see a lot of them, like, in the forest, walking around, like, camping together. Mm. And I don't know if you noticed this, but he's, like, very knowledgeable about what needs to happen. Like, what the steps are, how to pitch a tent, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, like, literally told you that. Yes, but the girl <laughs> is, like, a savant. Like, all she just, she's never been fishing before. She oh. catches a fish. And he's, like, this is better. She's never done this thing before. And he's, like, we need to do this, this, this. And she's, like, okay, I got it. And she's just, like, automatically good at it. And so, like, he's oh, is okay. smart, but, okay. like, okay. she's better than he is. Got Does that it. make sense? Yeah, women. Yes, women. Yeah. More mature. Yeah. More mature, <laughs> better things. Got it. So they, like, have this, like, but there's never, like, he's never, like, weird about it. Like, you know how sometimes you'll be better than someone and they'll be like, I'm supposed to be good yeah, at this thing. Yeah, he's just thing. like, cool. He's just like, this is great. We're a great team. And they both get each other. Like, she got really upset with him and he immediately came to the tent and respectfully was like, 
I'm sorry, I'm on your side. You know yeah, what I mean? You love, I got to love a respectful gentleman. He's a good guy. Nice boy. He's a good boy. Uh. So the um, scouts start looking for them, and her parents, Frances McDormand and Bill Murray, start looking for her. And we find out Bruce Willis and Frances McDormand have a thing. Have a currently thing. have a thing. Oh, boy. I know. So oh, you were kind of. my goodness. She's not his. He's not her dad, but he would like to be. Okay. So he's kind of in the picture. They have that weird thing. And the adults are kind of trying to find them and they kind of keep moving. And then there's this weird character in it who like, I've seen the movie twice. As I said to you, I still don't fully understand who this character is. He's like some guy who lives on the island and is like into cartography. But like in the very beginning, it seems like he's going to be our narrator. And he Mm. like explains some stuff about the island. He like walks around the island, like shows us stuff. And then he's like, and there's a boy named Sam. And then it goes to what I explained to you. And then all of a sudden he appears and he's like, can I say something? Sam likes blah, blah, blah. So I think they're going here. And so he like identifies where he thinks they're going. And Bruce Willis is like, we don't have enough cops to get there in time. I'm going to deputize these three random scouts. He like deputizes three random scouts and he's like, go get them. And so the scouts are like, great, we'll bring weapons and just leave. And no one says anything about it. And they're literally walking through the forest with like an axe, a bow and arrow, like a stick with like nails at the end. Terrifying stuff. And they run into the two kids and the two kids are like, do not come after us. We're in love. We just want to escape. Like, don't come after us. And so they're they like, said the L word. Yes. Cute. It's very cute. cute. I ruined it, but they do at some point in time. They don't, they haven't said it then, but they do at some point in time. Okay, okay. But they're like, leave us alone. We just want to escape. Like, don't, just, don't come after us. Don't bring us back. Just let us leave. We're all kids. Just let us leave. And the kids are like, no, we're cops now and we're going to take you back. So there's a fight. And a dog dies. Which is like, like the dog's not even a big part of the movie. And all of a sudden there's a dead dog. And it's like, I like was like caught off guard because I'm like, the dog wasn't even like important in the movie. It's like, why? So whatever. So there's a dog that dies and she takes her lucky scissors that she has packed that you saw when she did inventory. And she stabs one of the dudes in the back. She actually stabs like a did couple of kids. Did they kill the dog? Yeah. One of deserve them had it, a bow and arrow. It, yep. It. So she stabs, like, a couple of them in the back. They have to, like, take the kid to a hospital off the island because there's, like, nothing on the island. Yeah, and also because he's a bad kid. Yes. <laughs> a bad hospital. Um, but she's, like, violent. She's, like, a violent person, and so is he, but they just, like, get each other, and they, like, keep... Mm. So they're, like, back the fuck off. We're going to do our thing. So they go to this, like, cute little inlet by a little river. They pitch their tent there, and they're, like, let's dive into the water together, and they do... And then their clothes are all wet. So there's like a very famous scene where they're like taking their clothes off. Just in underwear. Oh, and they're no. like play the record player and they like dance really weird. Okay. But it's like kind of cute and innocent, even though they're in their underwear. Yeah, it's like probably cute and innocent, like bigger underwear, I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's the 60s. Yeah. And he's wearing like a t shirt and underwear. Yeah. So like nothing's weird. She's wearing like a training bra and underwear. So yeah. they're just like dancing weird. And they just like 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 they just yeah. like each other and yeah. get each other and he's dancing super weird and she's not like not laughing at him you know what i mean he's like not in That's time to the song sweet. and then they slow dance for a second and then they kiss first kiss first kiss Ugh. and then he I goes he's like i might wet the bed tonight and she goes okay and he goes i just want to let you know just in case it happens i don't have to like explain it and she's just like cool but they just like get each other and accept yeah. each other and then um, I tried this thing for the first time where I like tweeted today and I asked like people that listen to the podcast to tell me their favorite lines of the movie. Oh. And only one person responded. Oh my God. And his name is John Maloja. Hi, John Maloja. <laughs> you nailed it. 
And his favorite line is in this scene because they're talking and he's like, I miss my parents all the time or something like that. And she's like, well, just like picture them and then go to sleep and you won't miss them anymore. And he goes, I love you, but you have no idea what you're talking about. And that's the first time they say I love you to each other is him saying that. I love you, but you have no idea what you're talking about. And she's like, uh, I love you too. <gasps> oh and that's it. I feel like it's so often a mistake. Oh, yeah. That is just the first time blurted. you say I love you. Yeah, you're like, I love you. Oh, damn it. Now we're here. God, this is awkward. <laughs> now we're here. Sorry, Dale. Oh, gosh. Um, he pierces her ears with fishing hooks. Cute. Like, he makes her earrings and pierces her ears, and she's, like, down for it. Like, she's, like, screaming for the first one, and then she's like, does it look good? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, great, do the other one. It's like, oh, my God, you guys are psychos. I love it. They get caught. They get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray's pissed because it's his daughter. Yeah. You got him. You got Dale. Oh, my God, I have Dale, you guys. Everyone, <laughs> you can't see it, but it's the cutest thing that's ever happened. Okay. Ever happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get caught, and then Tilda Swinton's like, great, I'm taking the boy. And Bruce Willis is like, no, don't do it. Like, let me have him for 24 hours, and we'll see if we can work this out. So Bruce Willis, like, lives in a trailer and, like, literally, like, cooks a hot dog and gives him, like, toasted white bread. That's, like, their dinner. And they're just, like, sitting there as men. And he and Bruce Willis is, like, did you, um, like, kidnap her or whatever? And he's, like, no, she came of her own accord. We came together as friends and then something happened and we'll be in love forever. And he was, like, that's really deep. <laughs> You're kind of a wise kid. And he's, like, thank you. And they talk about it and it kind of like Bruce Willis kind of like alludes to the fact that he loves someone but can't have her, which is Francis McDormand. And then um, it's like the next day and all the scouts from the camp, like the rest of the scouts that weren't like the mean three that came after him are like, I can't believe Sam's an orphan. Like that sucks. We just found out about it. We were too mean to him. We were like, like no one was his friend. You were right. He didn't have any friends. No one was his friend. And they're like, we were too mean to him. Let's make it up to him. So they go bust him out of Bruce Willis's house. Not that he was like in a cage, but they're like, come with us. We have a plan. So they bust him out. It's a trailer. It's It's really easy to get out of there. There's a door. Um, So they leave and they get the girl too. And they go to like this far away second island with another Boy Scout camp. And they're like, we'll get you here. We know the scout master there, Jason Schwartzman, and he'll get you a job and a new life and you guys can like run away together. And they're like, okay. great. So they meet up with Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman's like, you owe me $73 or you owe me $75. And he, they're like, we have $73. It's mostly nickels. And they hand him like a giant like can of nickels, which is weird. And he's like, okay, I can get you a job as like a longshoresman. It's a hard life, but it's like the, a life. you can, It's so weird. It's like so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. And then the boy is like, great. Can I take my wife? <laughs> And then the girl is there and she's like, hello. And he's like, this your girl? And he's like, yeah, she's just my girlfriend right now. We're not officially married, but one day she'll be my wife. And he's like, actually, Jason Schwartzman's like, I am ordained. So if you wanted to. So then they have a wedding. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you're not of age and you don't have a marriage license. So it won't stand up in any state or anywhere in the nation or in any court of law. But it's really sort of a moral thing. So if you want me to do it, I'll do it. And they're like, yeah, marry us. So they get married and then they go to like find this longshoresman so they can run away together like forever. This is cute. And then this crazy storm starts, like starts raining and they get halfway there. And then the boy is like, oh no, my wife forgot her binoculars. Like that's her thing. She's Mm. always using them. It's her superpower. So he runs back to get them and runs into the mean bully kid who got stabbed in the back. And he's like holding the binoculars and Sam is like, please just let me take the binoculars and leave. I'm about to, like, start this new life. I'm going to leave you forever. Let me do it. And the boy's like, no. And the kid's like, why do you hate me? 
why do you hate me so much? Like, yeah. even before now, why did you hate me? And the bully, like, looks at him and then is like, I found him! Alert! Alert! And he starts, like, yelling because they're looking for this boy. Right, yeah. And so Sam grabs, grabs the binoculars and starts sprinting away to meet up with his wife. And he's running. He's got the nickels and he's got the binoculars and he's running and running and running. And everyone gathers around and starts chasing him and he's surrounded at some point in time and the storm is, like, starting and he's like, you'll never catch me! And he raises the can of nickels up in the air. He gets electrocuted. And he gets lightning bolted, electrocuted, and falls to the ground. And everyone, like, scatters because they're like, holy shit. And then his wife is there and all his friend scouts are there. And they're like, they're like, Sam? And he's like, I'm okay, I'm okay. And he just, like, his face is, like, totally, like, soot, like, black. And he takes his glasses off, blows on them, and then puts them back on. And he's like, I'm ready. And so they run to the ship and, like, everything's flooding. Edward Norton approaches and is like, what are we going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And right then the dam breaks and water's flooding oh, everywhere. Wow. I know. And the new scouts are like, we've got to get to like this church where the Noah's Ark play was or whatever, where it all started. That's like the highest ground we can get to. We'll be safe mm. there. Cause they're literally just sleeping in tents. So they're like, yeah. we can't let these boys, this they is unreasonable. Die. Yeah. So they get in this bus and they go up to the church and then Bruce Willis gets there and then Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton, I mean, everyone's there and they're all still trying to find these kids and the kids had gone to the church because that's the highest ground. And so they're all there and they're like chasing after him and the kids get to like the steeple where the bells are and they're standing together and the girl's like, we can jump for it. Like off the steeple, off like a cliff, like into the water. And the boy's like, I'm not a very good swimmer, which you saw before. I don't know if you remember. It was really fast. And she's like, I can help you. Like, she's like a good swimmer. She's like, I can do it. We'll just have to like hold on and like, grab hands and like, are you sure we want to do this? And he's like, I love you just in case we don't make it. And she's like, I love you too. And then right then Bruce Willis is like, wait, kid, you don't have to do this. I'll adopt you and I'll let you guys see each other again. Will you stay with me? And he's, like, on a walkie-talkie with, like, Tilda Swinton. And Tilda Swinton's, like, I need to hear the boys say yes. And so they hold the walkie-talkie out. And the boy's, like, yes. And Bruce Willis holds his hand out. And right when Sam grabs it, there's another lightning bolt. Oh, no. And the steeple falls off. And then it, like, does a Wes Anderson thing where it, like, cuts way back. And there's, like, a silhouette. And it's, like, literally, like, a long wire. And then Bruce Willis holding the wire. And Bruce Willis holding Sam's hand. And then Sam holding Bruce Willis's hand and Sam holding the girl's hand as like a string of like mm. monkeys in a barrel essentially and they're fine so then it cuts to like the future and Susie's chilling with her family she's reading like she always does and the three brothers are there and Francis mm. McDormand is like boys come down to dinner I won't ask again and she's like okay and she's been reading out loud and the boys run down and she takes an extra second and then she like stands up She's like on this bench and she stands up and opens the bench and Sam was like inside the bench and he's like, I love to hear you read. And then he sneaks out to where Bruce Willis is because Bruce Willis was with Francis McDormand okay. and Bruce Willis sneaks out and the two of them like drive off to their home together having been with like their illicit women. Okay. It's cute. <laughs> illicit women. It's, it's cute. cute. No, it's super yeah. fun. It sounds cute. It is really touching because again, the first time I saw it, I was like, flashing things everything's picturesque like whatever weird Wes Anderson stuff's happening and I was charmed by the movie but I didn't remember it at all and then today when I watched it I was like oh it's like a very touching story of like kids who just want to be understood and find someone who understand them yeah it sounds cute Mm, yeah I feel like I don't need to see it (laughs) no and you don't like kids yeah yeah it sounds pretty sounds pretty it is I mean it's I mean I think every Wes Anderson movie again I haven't seen all of them but like has that thing where it's like every frame feels like a picture in someone's yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. So like it has that going for it. It's beautiful yeah. wilderness. 
I have no idea why it's called Moonrise Kingdom. Oh. I kept asking you why. I don't know the answer. Hmm. But I liked your explanation. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I think it's probably right. Like everything you said today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's right. I called a lot of it. You did. You really yeah, did. I it's know. weird that like the details you can pick up from six minutes mm. and be like, okay, she ran away, so that must mean this thing. And yeah. you just like can extrapolate it. And you know, in a way... Bruce Willis like becomes a dad, mm-hmm. so that was kind of even, her father all along. That wasn't even wrong either. No, and the boy does and like him and look up to him. If he marries her mom, he will be her dad. So really, Official. I wasn't wrong at all. No, you just sort of predicted the sequel. Nah, that was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Did you have a good time? I had an amazing time. Um, I'm mostly happy about what's happening right now, which is that your cat is asleep in my hand. His little head is It doesn't head. happen often. I'm dying. Good. Um, but I had a great time. I'm Good. glad that I don't have to watch that movie now, but I can speak intelligently about it. Sure, you it. can tell anyone about it. Yeah, I'll be like, oh my God, yeah, totally. I totally saw it. Uh, that moment with the steeple and the barrel of monkeys. Uh, how scary. Wild. <laughs> um, yeah, but it sounds uh, super boring. Yeah. And I don't want to see it. It is. A lot of it is just like picture, like beautiful pictures of things. Yeah. So I get it. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? I mean, you know, I'm just like always doing shows at the Pack Theater yeah. in Hollywood. You know, come to that. I do a good show every uh, first Friday at the Pack called Casting Call, which is super fun. We had one last night. It's super fun. It's super fun. Uh, we just take like shitty uh, breakdowns for things that are actually getting cast in Los Angeles and have people audition for them as authentically as possible. It's really stupid. Um, but yeah. it's fun. It shows people off. Two different times yeah. I've seen the show and afterwards been like, that person's funny. I want to do stuff with them now because of your show. Yeah, because, I mean, like, it's uh, it's improv, but it's not, like, an improv show. Right. Um, it's really fun and amazing. And then, yeah, I'm going to have a sketch team and, like, you know, I don't have anything else at the moment. That's I enough. I have a lot of things, like, cooking. <laughs> Good. But uh, nothing uh, important. <laughs> sure it is working on it we're working on it okay good yeah and i have a cat i mean that's big yeah and it's not something to plug but it's something to mention it's not my cat right you have your own no i have my own but this one's pretty good (laughs) it's a good one his eyes are shut he loves you like you're dead right Mm -hmm. like you can't even i can't even oh i'm dead Mm -hmm. um i always plug my social oh which and i say this every episode i don't know how people would find this podcast if they didn't know my social media stuff but I don't security number. I don't say my social security number, just to be clear. Nine seven three. Don't listen through the old episodes listening sure. for it. Um but it's minute twenty four M I N U T E twenty T W E N T Y and then the number four. A little confusing, but once you get it, you've got it on all the platforms. Wow. I know. Okay. I do want like a certain level of intelligence in my listeners, so I did make it a little tricky. Yeah, you had to. Had to. There's Can't gotta make be it some easy. test. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. I love it. Catherine Dericus. Thank you so much, Dericus. God damn it. You know, I got so nervous and I was like, just go for it. Just say it. And And I was wrong. How wrong you were. Catherine Dericus. There it is. And I'll never get it wrong again. That's a lie. I might. You probably will. You probably will. Um, But thank you. And thank you so much for having me. Bye forever. Bye forever. I'll never see you again. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh my God. Hi, Kitty.